Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, coast to coast, border to border. There are no borders with podcasting unless you happen to live in a oppressive region of the world where they do not allow you to listen to podcasts if you have a communist leadership. Uh, but other than that, you can get the podcast, The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon everywhere because we are doing this now eight days a week. Four hours are not enough 
And we thank you for subscribing to the podcast, for reviewing the podcast. Five stars. Remember that. That does help. It seems so ridiculous that a podcast rating would matter, but the people that are in charge of these podcasts look at that crap and that is one of the, the, the variables they look at. How many positive reviews do you have? So uh, that does help. You can put it. It's simple to do. It's simple to do. And you can write a little review and say how great I am and how terrible Gascon is or vice versa. It's, uh, it's all available to you. And uh, right over there, there he is, David Gascon, and making his way into the, the oh Really? Yeah. Really? 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 I saw some, I, I saw, I forget who it was. I saw some asshole complaining about fans that were actually applauding me when I come into the studio. Yes, yes, that's some, right. Some yes. idiot in yes. Massachusetts was complaining about that's that. That's right. Well, don't, don't ruin, don't spoil the lead, my man. Don't spoil the lead. And so, you know what? I got to say to people like that. Go after yourself. <laughs> Go after yourself. <laughs> you, know, you know how how much how how douchey that sounds. It yes, is. Uh, how it much sounds material that we for produce you. and people like bitch about like six, seven, eight seconds worth of material. Well, it's annoying. You're it's such a self-centered, not... sniveling little child over there. You're so no, vain. This is, this is, You're so vain. This is podcasting and radio, and I was taught by a friend who was taught by another friend. That radio and podcasting, you make it all about yourself. It is all about me, 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 me. Splash water on myself. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Yes, yes. It's all. Don't about- be a douche. Don't be a douche nozzle. No, 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 no. Listen to me. <laughs> it is obviously about you, right? Because your people are listening to you, but you can't sound like an asshole. Who wants to listen to an asshole? Well, Nobody wants to listen to an asshole. That's not true. They're... So you sound like a ragamuffin is what you sound like. Well, well, people do listen to a lot of assholes. They listen to them either because they want to hear something controversial or they want to have the I got you moment. So we've got people... So your goal is to be an asshole. You're admitting you're Sprinkles the Clown the asshole. No, no. I'd, uh... No? I don't think so. All right. I hope not. Yeah, I agree with the person from Massachusetts. You're just it's it's shrewd dumbness is what it is. It's shrewd I think it's dumbness. jealousy. Well, it, it's it's also selfish. It is, is what it is. It is. It's very selfish. You it's know, extreme it's selfishness by, because there's by, no there's no sound bites that are played for me. Uh, you know, la ti da, Mister Elitist. Let me make myself sound better. Uh, I mean. 90% of this material is of Ben Maller talking What's about wrong it. with that? You I, got a problem with that? I, I'm not even you on, got a problem with I, that? I, I'm not even You're on, insufferable I, is what I'm, you are. I'm, You're insufferable. I'm not even on the marquee, as you pointed out so kindly in years and days past. Well, you have to earn so that. You have I, to earn I, to be on the marquee. I, I think it's appropriate that I can get a nice little introduction from... The people on the outside as I walk yeah. in, and I think we roll with that. So, Well, on this podcast, yes. you are the a... Guy. You're the supporting actor who ruins the entire movie. You know, you know, <laughs> you're you're the sidekick that takes away from the leading actor, the headliner, the big name, the megastar that's on you know, the drawing card, uh, and uh, you do the things to be the just a not. You're not just a cog in the machine. You're the cog that breaks the machine. Wow, that's good. Yes, I, I would consider myself more of the antagonist uh, uh-huh. than the uh, that I'd say like the co-star. Um, they're the supporting actor, but you know, to each its own. Yeah. Okay. I just want to point out, you know, we have, there's certain roles here. You have the principal character, you have the, the supporting actor, you have the character actor. Yes. And, uh, 
he would be the heel yes. who thinks he's the the leading actor, the headliner, uh, and then you just bring down the the movie. It could be like the anti-hero. Could I be like that? Is that possible? We should make it like a movie. We should make this podcast like the like you know how they say for movie reviews, it's not a film. <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> it's not a podcast, it's an experience. We could, we could do that. I was actually thinking about doing that on... How about this one? How about this? The, the Fifth Hour with Ben Mather, the rare sequel that surpasses the original. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm to have to mark that and see if we could create something on the like that. Uh, there's only like 10 or, 10 or 12 ways they review movies. Right, feel good movie of the year, you know that kind of thing. No, because uh, you're a part of funniest movie since blank. Right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a part of a couple unions. Do you get to review anything from Hollywood? Yes. Well, I was part of AFTRA, yeah. which became SAG, and so I do pay a little money, and they send us every year. This the main reason I do it is because my wife loves to watch these videos, the movies. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to see. They they send out. You'd think they'd send good movies out, but it's all these artsy fartsy movies. Yeah, you're part. Of, aren't you in SAG too? You're part of SAG, right? Talk about that right now. It's, it's, you you don't want to talk about that? I don't have to. It's, it's all about you. Your name's. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so. for that. That's right. I'm. The I'm the main attraction. Maller, you are the attraction. You're learning. You're yeah. learning. Yeah. Uh, finally, thank God. Yeah. Uh, the international right. films too, right? Yeah, there's a lot of artsy movies. Like if if I have to read a movie because they're speaking a foreign language, I don't understand. I'm not watching it. Oh, it's that, not. That, it's not movies on tape. I'm not watching. That's it. not fair. There's some really good movies that are in subtitles. I'm sure there are. I don't want to do watch them though. It's not for me. They're for people like you. I don't want to watch them. Yeah. I my. I don't want to. When I want to go to a movie, I get a bucket of popcorn. Yes. I get some kind of candy. I combine the sugar, the salt, combine those things together, and if it's got butter, you know, if the fat and all that, I combine all these things together. And I want to just. I want to let loose. I want to watch. I don't want to read. I want to. I don't want to have to have my face locked on the bottom of the screen so I see the dialogue. Who wants that? Well, I want to be able to relax and you know, kind of. Be entertained. That's called entertainment. Do you like The Matrix? I I do. I only saw the first one, but I quote it all the time. And yeah, yeah there's some great lines in that. I, Everyone quotes The Matrix. The red pill or the blue pill. I, I bring that up because there was a night that me and a couple of good friends were supposed to go watch one of the new Star Wars movies, and we couldn't watch it. So there was another movie that was just random, and we're like, this is going to be either a really good movie or be a really shitty movie. Let's just go buy a ticket and watch it. And we went to watch it. It turned out the movie was in subtitles. It was called The Raid. Ben, it was the best movie I've ever watched that included martial arts. Like the choreographed. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, though, Gascon, part, part of the reason you enjoyed that so much is before the movie you were sniffing glue. No. That's part of the reason you enjoyed it. Well, because I wanted to go see a Star Wars movie? Listen, back in the day, when I would go to the movies... All right, Mama Maller would yeah. drop us off. We would pay for the first movie when the theater opened up. Usually it was about a noon start. First yeah. movie is about noon. Stay all day? Yeah, we would stay till like 10 o'clock at night watching movies. 10 o'clock at night? Uh, that was the latest. I think usually it was like 7, but sometimes we'd go till 10. We just all day. We just bounce from theater to theater. La, 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 la. They didn't care. Wow. We bought popcorn things like that. That's pretty remarkable. It was great. That was in the pre-internet days. Now you don't need to do that. But back then we... 
We had very little entertainment. Back in my day, Gascon. A long time ago. Not that long ago. Not hey, that long ago. What's on the uh, what's on the menu today? All right, so today on this podcast, we have pop quiz, and we also have a riveting mailbag. All right. So, so yeah. should we go mailbag first? <laughs> yeah, we can do mailbag right, first. because I got a couple mailbag questions for you. Oh, you, you do? How did you, how did you get mailbag questions? Because you don't have access to the email uh, account. People reached out in a different way. The first one is from... Uh, uh, I'm a pilot? No, that's not... Oh. I'm a pilot was really good last week. He no, he wasn't. He had great questions to ask terrible. that you failed to, to, uh, to consider. Some good compliments yeah. to me. Um, this one's from Gretchen, and she says... Gretchen? Yeah, everything is perfect. Gretchen Carlson? No, Gretchen oh. Willits. Willits? Yeah. How did she contact you? Well, I'll I'll tell you in a second if you let me uh, finish. She says, everything on the podcast sounds perfect. Now that King David has fixed the sound, thank you. I'll be sure to post some more additional constructive complaints if anything is screwed up. As always, Mallory's God. Uh, Simona, I think that's his name. He says, must listen Sunday podcast. Look forward to hearing your great takes daily. Funny, five stars. Good job, David Gascon. Those are great. That's a good way to start. Are those even real? Are you just like making no, stuff up now? No. Are, you, are you such a loser you're making no, up people's names? No. If you would actually pay attention to the audience, you would know that people give reviews on Apple iTunes. Oh, those are from Apple iTunes? They're, really? Yes. They're just, you know. Hold on a sec. Let me check. Hold on what a What do you second. mean yeah. you're going to check? You I'm going to confirm. I, what's wrong? Why would you have a problem with me confirming? If they're there, they're there. I'll find them. You can't take my word as gospel? No. That is inconsiderate. You're wasting time. You're wasting time. You're disingenuous. You're wasting valuable oh, wait, time. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Sent emails oh. to you, to us, and we'll uh, answer these questions. I'd appreciate it if you uh, focused on that as opposed to what people are saying on Apple iTunes. Oh, 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 because oh, I see. So you don't want me to do? Uh, I don't know what you're talking see. about. Get to work. <laughs> okay. Get Kyle, to work. Kyle and NoCal. All right. A huge fan of the show, but your last two pods have been messed up audio. Noticeable mic cutting out, cord issues. Also, Gascon was on FSR on Saturday. His audio was messed up. Check your equipment. Otherwise, keep up the great content. Yeah. Some co- now, who's in charge of the sound of it? You are, Gascon. No, you You're are. In charge. You're in charge of the audio. Were People were complaining about Peter Brown the other day, and I, I said, Gascon, does he sound okay? He doesn't sound good to me. You said he sounds fine. I said his phone sucks, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So, anyways, you're uh, about your ten thousand dollars worth of equipment at your studio. So, here's a guy. Uh, I like the pair. Hello, guys. Like uh, the show. Uh, Long time, five plus year listening to you, Ben. Thank you. Initially, I was boycotting the podcast, the fifth hour, and after I subscribed, I couldn't stop uh, listening to the podcast. There you go. Ben and David are like a pair oh, of favorite shoes. Right. You don't have Left to read that part. with Ryan you, and other way around. Keep doing a good you don't, job. You don't have to. fucking complete exactly what he said, <laughs> numb nuts. I, I, that part wasn't important. Oh, All right. Is it oh. Berg? Berg? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me, uh, Burgaby? Burgaby. Yeah. We're the bad ones. Yeah. Oh, I Excellent see. Look podcast. Great, except for the burn steak and ketchup endorsements. May go to podcasts while mowing the grass. That's pretty good. All right. Well, we've had a good amount of podcast reviews, but we need more. There, I know the number of people that listen to the podcast, and I know the number of people have made reviews. It's about 0.1%, less than that, I would say, of the people that we have on the regular that listen to the podcast over the weekend. So yeah. 
um, you know, do it. Take this a chance. You know, knock this, yourself out. And this one's easier to listen to than your Monday through Friday because we can, you know, cuss, bring up bullshit stories, and yeah, guess on a little bit different. So, well, the overnight show is fine. Uh, reacting to the news of the day. Yeah. And as Peter Brown said, how difficult that is when there's no news and you've got to make it up. The great Peter Brown, radio legend, giving me the ultimate compliment. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't know that I'm in your ear or in your cell phone, providing you with great content while you're showing. We'll find out how great the show is on Wednesday. (laughs) We'll find out how great the show is on. Now is that Wednesday, Tuesday into Wednesday, or Wednesday into Thursday? I don't know. I don't. You don't don't even know. See, you now. Are you going to be able to stay up? Am I going to have to send you over a bottle of no dose here? How's that going to work? Am I going to? I got these stay awake pills on my desk. You wanted me to send those over to you so you can stay awake and not fall asleep. by the last hour of the show. Is that what happens usually? Well, some people that come in there, they can I've had I've had engineers, board ops fill in and their their eyes, you can see their eyes, it's like a cartoon, like an old Looney Tunes cartoon where their eyes get heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like and I'm sitting across, you know, back in the old days when we were at the radio station, I'm sitting across and it's like I'm I'm watching the guy slowly fall into sleep land and I can't do anything. That was that was Jake or Frank ever like that with you? Oh no, those guys are professionals. The late great Frank and uh, Jake was always professional. Yeah. But I, you understand, when I was doing the weekend overnights in the early days of Fox Sports Radio, they were going. Nobody wanted to work. Nobody still wants to work weekend overnights. Yeah, it's it, the worst shift in radio. Who yeah. wants to do that? You give up your Friday, Saturday, you make shit money. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you're talking to a bunch of losers uh, usually. Or you think the people that call in anyway. And so you're like, what am I doing? And uh, but yeah, they would bring guys in, and we had. We had some horrible engineers. We, the one guy we had, there was there two that stand out. The one guy that had worked in television, but apparently TV equipment is different than radio equipment because he missed one time an entire top of the hour. He said the system, he couldn't figure out the system, so he I had to keep going. And we ended up, I ended up doing like an hour and a half of commercial-free radio. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, on a syndicated platform oh. with... You know, 350 radio stations who didn't get to play commercials. Granted, it was the middle of the night because this guy couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that's what we call a lot of make goods. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, the other one I had was, uh, well, there were many bad ones, but the one I remember right now is the guy who really didn't like sports but needed the job and also apparently didn't like sitting at the board and would sit in the back and play Back in those days, the video games, the phones didn't have the games. This is how long ago this was. Yeah. And with Fox Sports Radio, now you can play the games on your phone. You can stay right at the board and pretend like you're listening. He was actually on the other computer behind, and he was playing Yahoo. Yahoo had all these games. Yeah. And he was playing these games on Yahoo and was not even where he was supposed to be manning, <laughs> manning the, the ship. So, yeah. That's pretty good. All right, uh, here's some other questions here. This is the mailbag. If you want to send questions in, there's two ways to do it, to submit questions. You can either go on Facebook. This is where most of the questions come from, uh, at Ben Maller Show on Facebook, or realfifthhour at gmail.com. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. If you want your message private, uh, you can send that in. Now, Blind Scott emailed in. He yes. says, can he got the email from me, which is great. He says, can you talk about where everybody's listening from on the podcast? Like, look at the geography map. I love it when they do that. Uh, well, Blind Scott, one of the reasons we have people say, hey, name and city on the questions in the mailbag is so that gives us an idea where people are listening. Now, we do have the analytics. I have the analytics of my social media, some of my social media pages, and the 
breakdown by gender and by location, 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 location. I can give some of that out. All right, that's my information. I can give that out. You want me to give that out, Gascon? Are you? Yeah, if you want. I, I got it for the podcast and I got it for the YouTube. Uh, let me see. I got to click a couple of buttons here. Hold on a sec. Why don't you give the the podcast stuff, and then I'll I'll give the social media. So for Benny versus the Penny, demographics wise, we got ninety eight percent male, two percent female. Um, we have I think it's ninety percent United States, five percent in Europe, and then five percent in Canada. Uh, Only five percent in Canada. Yeah, sub with our Canadian brothers and sisters. And it's like it's a bad job by them. It's like Toronto, Vancouver, and Vancouver and Nova Scotia. I think are those. Uh, I think those are the three main cities that we're, we're, we're not exactly killing it in Montreal. No, I no. don't know why. What well, do you get? Do they listen to Fox Sports Radio in Montreal? Uh, we've been on. We've been on there, but it's it's bilingual, right? There's French and English there. Montreal. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. What other numbers you get? Anything else? I got uh, I got I got gender breakdown. You want my social media? Sure. What percentage men versus women do you think it is? I'm gonna say actually I think you're pretty good. I'll I'll say seventy two to twenty-eight. Uh according to the information I have, the Maller militia online audience, ninety-three point seven percent men. Oh, you're repulsive. Six point three percent women. Wow. According to this. Uh, some of the cities we do very well in, uh, at least online, uh, we've got Los Angeles. Hello. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Kansas City. Nashville, Tennessee. And San Antonio right now. We're, I don't see Boston on there. What happened? Boston was always on the top. I guess I've lost the Boston audience, I guess, because of you. You've chased away the Bostonians. No, I mean, Boston was always in the top five. Boston's not in the top five right now. Well, there's a reason why WEEI fired you. So, I mean, that, that, they didn't that, fire me. Kind of My show me. got picked up uh, by the Sports Hub, which right now is the number one station in the Boston market. Yeah. As far as countries, we've got United States, which is obviously the bulk of it, Canada, New Zealand. I've still got my New Zealand guys. Australia. I dominate Oceania. I do. I, I dominate Oceania. And then the other, the only other country that's listed here, you want to take a guess? This is, explain this one to me, Gascon. Uh, take a guess, some random country. I'm going to say India. Uh, no. The country of Ghana in Africa. The, Re- the Ghana. Republic of Ghana. Yeah, I couldn't even say it. Uh, that's in West Africa, I think. Man, how, what's, the, what's the total on that? <laughs> Uh, it's like 0.2%, but still, it's uh, it's on the list. It made the list. Wow. Pop- why would why would you be listening in the Republic of of Ghana or Ghana or whatever? I don't know. Well, that's odd. That's that's random. See, here on the podcast, you have L.A., Minneapolis, Chicago, Seattle, Denver, Vegas, San Diego, Dallas, and Portland. That's the top. top oh, those channel. are the top ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's odd that it's not the same as on the online stuff. But it changes every week. Like these these numbers are it's just this week and the numbers change and huh. Yeah. Plus right. if you have people that are using like incognito or a VPN, they won't be able to pick it up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Identify proximity but not city per se. So And then I have the breakdown by age. And I want you to know, guess we are killing it in the prime advertising demographics. So what do you was it thirty five to forty four? 
Uh, 35 to 44 is the biggest group of the Maller Militia online, followed by 45 to 54, and then 25 to 34. Oh, wow. But that's all in the, that's all key. Like 20, I have 25 to 44 is the bulk of the audience. And then just behind it's 45, 54. And we got, we got a bunch of guys in the, you know, between 55 and 64 that are big fans of the show. The, the over 65, I have next to no one who's between 13 and 17. <laughs> so anybody who's under the age of 18, not going to listen to this crap. Uh, and I have a few, we have a few guys, the younger branch, 18 to 24, college age, just starting their working careers that are fans of the show. And see, so we, we, that's the number that's important, right? Because we got to get those guys to listen when they, as they go older and they get into the prime demo. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, those are some of the numbers. That's interesting. Uh, we spent way too much time on that. Yes? Yeah. Thank you, Blind Scott. All right. He, uh, he also says, uh, he's wondering if you ever got your kitchen finished, Ben, being remodeled after the flood. You never followed up on that. Well, the kitchen's not completely done yet because of the pandemic. The person we had hired to finish the kitchen he finished the it's a functional kitchen it works but there's no like the small stuff uh the, there's no handles on the doors that kind of stuff needs another coat of paint um but he, he, we haven't finished it finished it but it's like the minor stuff uh rick from san ramon writes and he says holy smokes i'm sure pa- uh, pat o'brien is a swell guy but that interview was painful to listen to. Boy, Ooh. this guy taking a shot. Wow. I felt bad for you and Gascon. My guess is that he had a heads up on when the interview was going to take place. He probably could have eaten the burrito before <laughs> or after. I guess that's why you get paid the big bucks. Well, listen, that is a fair point and a fair criticism. Pat, I did message Pat. We were texting. I said, hey, Pat, can you do the podcast? This is when we record the podcast. He said, sure, Ben, I'd love to do the podcast. And it just happened to be at the time Pat wanted a burrito. And Pat's burrito trumps the podcast. So he tried to multitask and eat the burrito while we were doing the podcast. Not the first time that's happened. I interviewed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he just happened to be when he was eating lunch, and he didn't stop eating lunch. And he would answer questions, Kareem, and you could hear him chewing on whatever he was eating. So, it happens. (laughs) Kentucky Tay and Kentucky Jay right? By the way, I haven't gotten that package. They're from Scottsville, Kentucky. I wonder if they sent it. Uh, Sports market aside... Tay and Jay from Kentucky say, if you uprooted from California, could you see you and your wife living out in the country, say in Kentucky? Uh, If so, would you have a little Maller farm? Endless bull nuts for consumption. Turn off your phone. What the hell? What's wrong with that? Uh, I could see. Stay focused. Stay locked in. I I could see you like in North or South Dakota. Um, I could probably see you in Colorado too. Colorado. Yeah. You gotta learn how to hunt, though. Learn how to shoot. No, they have these things called grocery stores. Eh. You don't really have to. They've already hunted for you. Yeah, it's amazing. It's eh. an amazing concept. It's a hobby. I would love to, at some point, uh, get out into the, the the Neverland area there. I have my own Neverland ranch, like Michael Jackson. Oh but uh, oh but no, boy. like it'd be uh, it'd be nice. I. My brother lives in New York, and every once in a while, he he fast he he. You know, New York's very expensive. Obviously, it's it's filthy. The crime's terrible. The politics are horrible, and he thinks about leaving. Right? He's like, I can go somewhere. He could live like a king if he moved to like West Virginia. He could he could own all of like uh, the you know middle part of West Virginia could be his. 
but anyway, I, I've not I've not spent time in Kentucky, so I've been to the airport, the Kentucky Cincinnati International Airport there, but I have not uh, spent much time there. Uh, Ron, I, I, bet yes? the, I bet you the food there is probably fucking amazing too. Yeah, well, it's my kind of food, yes. not your kind of food. No, that's would bullshit. Like- <laughs> I would fucking shout out, man. Yeah. I, I spent I spent a week in Atlanta, and I ate so much fucking fried food, but it was all delicious. It was, it was so yeah, that's good. good. Uh, Ron from Minnesota says Ben is guest gone, really the king of douchebags in real life. Yes, the fuck is yes. that? Yes, uh, that is from Ron in Minnesota. Well, well listen, idiot. that's a fan of the show, what right there. Idiot, never write the show again, never. You're acting like a tool bag. Calm down. Just, Calm down. Listen, I just need him for 60 seconds. That's it. Yeah. Just a download and goodbye. Wow. All right. Uh, next one from our friend in Fresno, Ricardo. And uh, Ricardo says, what are the words you can't say on radio? On the radio. On the radio. I was surprised that you could say bitch on the radio. Yeah, you can say bitch. You can say ass. Now, the way radio works, not to give you too much inside radio, uh, but the way it typically works is at night when when I'm on, it's called the safe harbor. And the safe harbor means that the younger people are not listening. It's it's unrealistic that kids are listening to a radio show. It's after 10 o'clock at night until I think it's like 6 in the morning. Uh, and so you have a little more freedom there. And I, a lot of people who are of a certain age will bring up the George Carlin Seven Dirty Words bit, one of the great comedy bits of all time from the 70s, where he did a comedy rant about the seven words you can never say on television. Do you remember what those words are, Gascon? No, but the other thing, too. You right? want me to give you the words? They were. Yeah, but I was going to say, yeah. you also can't use the bodily fluid thing either. Like, you can't say that he was pissed on or, you know, you can't even say that. Yeah, you're not you're not allowed. You can say pissed off, but you can't say pissed on. Yeah, which is the people coming up with the rules, right? The obscenity police. I mean, what, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so what are the seven words anyway? Uh, the George Carlin bit. Carlin's seven words were shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. But it's more than that. It's more than that, right? Yeah. It's there's certain phrases you can't say. There's, I would say now, um, the other f word, that's a cigarette in England. You can't say that, right? Yeah. You can't say that one. I mean, there's stuff I would never say anyway, but there's things that you used to be able to say that you can't say now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But yeah, you're tied down. Yeah. Well, that's like we talked about with the great Peter Brown, radio legend, Friday podcast, if you missed it. Peter's like, I can't do this now. I get censored. <laughs> call true. The, call to the principal's office. The indecency police. He was so right about that. Like, the, you do this job for long enough, you get a radio show, and after a while, you're like, okay, my goal is just make it through so I don't get the email or the text. Hey, I'd like to have a word with you after the show. Which is even worse because on the other side of that, you get guys that just stop, they talk strictly in platitudes and then they're canonized. You're like, wait a minute. I know, yes, what yes. What are you talking about? You have no substance to your shit. Yeah, say nothing interesting and uh, just kind of coast along and everyone's like, oh, what a great host. <laughs> what a wonderful host. Hall of Famer. 
I've always been fascinated by that because the, the, just I call them like the genetic generic brand talk show host. Yeah, that's never interesting. <laughs> never, I, I guess we'd say never boring, but never interesting. Just like kind of plays it down the middle. Yeah, right in the middle of the road. Never takes any chances, and and that that person can have a very long career. Yeah, very long. All right, uh, moving on here. Uh, who do we have? Uh, Sue. From Round Rock, Texas. Sue, you're part of the 6%, so congratulations. You're in the 6%. Uh, have any athletes called the show to defend themselves over comments or criticism you made of them on the air? Uh, well, Sue, not really calling into the radio show. I have had some confrontations in locker rooms with athletes who did not appreciate what I said. I've also had some awkward moments face-to-face uh, I used to destroy Cordell Stewart of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the early days, and then I goofed on him. And I ended up getting assigned. This is like the 2002 Pro Bowl. And I got assigned to the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, and so Cordell happened to make the team as a like replacement guy. And I'm interviewing Cordell at a little card table in the end zone at Aloha Stadium there, and it was a, it was a little dicey. And then I also remember... Oh, man, what was the guy's name? He was the coach of the Jets, and then he went to Virginia. Oh, what's Remember the, remember the coach, uh, oh, Al Groh? It was Al Groh, I think, was the guy's name. I was going to say Rich Cotite. <laughs> no, no, not that old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Al Groh, though, he was the head coach at Virginia in the first part of the 2000s. He coached the Jets. He was a Belichick guy. But anyway, I used to kill Al Groh all the time. And... Uh, but the funny thing about that, I guess it's not really directly related to what you, you said, Sue, but it's it's indirectly related. So we had Al Grow, they booked Al Grow as a guest. At Virginia pulled some upset, which you know this is a long time ago. Virginia pulled some upset. So we had Al on after the show. And Al proceeds to say how much he loved me uh, doing the show. And then I realized that Al would listen the last hour or whatever on his way to the football facility. And he didn't hear the times I was ripping him. So he never heard me criticizing him. He only heard the show the last hour when, you know, I didn't, his name never came up. So that was weird. That was awkward. You know who else used to listen to sports radio? Bill Belichick. How about that? The hoodie. Bill Belichick, when he was an assistant for Parcells with the Jets, he'd get up early to go to the Jets facility, and he became a listener to Joe Beningo, who was doing the overnights oh, yeah. at WFAN, and I met Joe years ago at a Mets game in New York, and Joe told me the whole story. Like, they became pen pals. Bill Belichick and uh, this overnight guy, because Belichick listened to him on the way to the facility, and they became friends. And they're still friends. They still con- they still talk to each other, from what I understand, last I heard. Pretty good. That's pretty wild, yeah. Uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Page down. John the Jailer, Allentown, PA. Ben and Gascon, if you win a lottery jackpot, would you take the lump sum or the annuity payments. You want to go first on this, Gasco? Yeah, I got to go lump sum. Because nothing's it. nothing's promised. Yeah. Tomorrow's not promised. I'll, I'll does t- does it transfer to your family if you if you take the annuity? If you die, does it go to your loved ones? That's a good question. I don't know. Unless maybe if you set it up in a trust. But oh, that's good. Yeah, the trust is. Do you have a trust? I don't. My trust is the way to go. We talked about doing it, but we've we've not. We've not done it. That's the way. Then you can have a trust fund, man. Oh, that'd be yeah. big. Protect the assets, man. It's the way to do it. Doesn't cost that much, actually. No, not at all. I haven't done it. I, I've talked about. You know, I'm gonna get burned by that. I, I haven't done it, but should do it. Should do it. 
so I think you take the the one-time cash payout unless you're in really good health and you're planning on being you know, in the house and not leaving the house and taking any chances and making I'd be so paranoid but like, oh, I got to you know I can't I, I got to stay alive I got to you know I got to make all this money and but I think money in hand right don't they say financial people say take the money cuz money today the value of money goes down year by year yeah so the value of your winnings we you take the full amount will actually be less than taking the the lump sum payout. Right. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you could put that money, you could take all that money in one lump sum. Buy and, stock. And diversify your portfolio, real estate, stock, mutual funds. Yeah. I want you to know, Gascon, I just got a message on my app here oh, that I got a dividend. Oh. 14 cents. Oh. 14 cent dividend. From? Boom. From? Uh, One of the mutual funds that I... Invested in oh. what? What are you? What are you uh, poo pooing me? What are you? What are you mocking? I'm not. I'm not poo pooing you. I'm I feel like you are. I feel like you are. I... Uh, Fourteen cents. It's fine, I guess. Well, it's. Uh, I don't have a big position on that stock. I don't. Uh, well, how's your well, how's your position in Apple and and in Tesla? You want me to ch- let me look here? Hold on a sec. As the uh, markets are closed on the weekend, yes. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna check as as what it was and uh, yeah, you know, let me see here. I'm actually yeah, I'm ahead on Apple. I'm ahead on it. It went down. It's kind of stabilized though. There was that big spike after the split, which uh, my guy, I told you, one of my financial guys said you gotta sell it. You buy it before yeah. the split and then you sell it after. And a lot of people did that, but it's still Apple's a good company. It's not. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I, I had to send out a, a personal letter to one of the fans. I'm a pilot because the yeah. airline industry just getting decimated over the last couple of days with with layoffs and furloughs and potentially yeah. a. Uh, Weren't you the one that's saying to buy airline stock because it's going to bounce back and. Yeah. Wasn't that you? Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying these for long plays, not for short term. Well, yeah, and I, I did make, I invested in some gambling companies. One of the ones I invested in, hostile takeover, William Hill. Did you see that William Hill? No. Caesars. Caesars what? is going to apparently buy William Hill. Oh, man. I read that online. That's a good That's a good play. Right? Yes. I didn't plan on that. I didn't plan on that, but I have a pretty big position on William Hill, and uh, if Caesars is worth more than much more than William Hill, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. Hold on, see here. Let me type in. That's a good job. I see. I I looked at DraftKings, and I think. It was- oh my God, yeah. that's like way more. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so how's it work? Does it immediately just become Caesars, or does it uh, get a? No, I, I, I don't know. I think they send out. Um, I think they well for the employees. You mean or for you? As for the- me, I don't care about the employees. I care about me. I. That's a good question. Yeah, Caesars to buy William Hill for three point seven billion. That's good. Wow, three point seven billion. That's real good. U.S. casino operator Caesars Entertainment agreed back on Wednesday to buy the British-based gaming group William Hill. Wow, that's good. Nuts. Now, what do they do though in Vegas? Because some of the hotels that don't have their own sports book use the William Hill, yeah. and they're not Caesars properties. Right. So, what are they going to do? I wonder if they're going to use the William Hill brand. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, yeah. So there's the, the big I, I, news. I haven't heard you be this excited about that something like this in a long time. Wow. 
Why? Well, because I, I usually when I buy, I bought the weed stocks that Blind Scott uh, gave me, and let me let me check what the value of that is right now. Hold on a sec. Probably yeah, a he's, pay stock. Hold on a sec. Uh, page down. Page. Uh, yeah, it uh, was originally about fifteen dollars a share. It's now less than five. Oh boy, <laughs> it's less than five. Oh, fucking Blind Scott. Yeah, thank you, Blind Scott. Never take financial advice from a blind guy. There you go. Don't don't do it. Uh, more questions. More questions. Uh, Eric in Binghamton writes and says, "Hey guys, being that you work in L.A., how often do you see people that have been butchered by plastic surgery? I find them terrifying. Also, what are your thoughts on enhancing one's self?" All right, Eric. So first of all, yes, I obviously I have seen a lot. I, I live east of the farm. Mo- most of these people live west of the four or five. So Gascon is just surrounded by them. Yes. The beach bunnies yeah. that need that little tuck and uh, pinch and you know, all that. So you, you've got that. And uh, it is, uh, it's very weird. Especially, I feel bad for the women that get so much Botox, they can no longer smile. You know? Like, it's just, and their forehead looks all puffy, and it's just, it's bad. It's bad. But as far as, like, enhancement, my theory has always been that if it's an operation that's too far. If it's like a, a pill or something like that, can you know we, we sell a lot of those pills, those blue pills on the radio. I, that's fine. But if you have to go and have an operation, like every time you go under anesthesia, there's a chance you're not coming back. Yep. So try to limit that. All right. Is that sound advice, Gesco? Is that that's yeah. great advice. I went uh, I had to go visit a friend for some prescription medicine the other day, and she works at a prestigious hospital here in Los Angeles, and she was talking to uh, an account representative that was looking to, you know, set up a partnership with, you know, pharmaceutical sales and stuff like that. And this woman had glasses on, but I thought she had gotten in a fight. And so when she introduced herself, we were about six to 10 feet away from each other. And we had a casual conversation. She went off and I was talking to my friend. I said, what was, what was wrong with her? Like, looked like she got into a fight <laughs> she said yeah she had something wrong with her botox surgery two days ago and uh yeah she's uh she's keeping Oof. everyone at arm's length distance yeah hey listen we're all gonna get old i know vanity is a tenant of human nature we all want to look good and you yeah. look good you feel good and all that shit but we're all gonna get old and you know i, I wish i had more hair but it went away. I had nothing I could do. It's uh, blame my parents and my, you know, whatever. Who who decides what who your what what hair you have? Is it your mom's Mom, dad? Yeah, mom's, mom's dad. dad. Yeah. So I, I should blame uh, my my uncle from Springfield, Mass. Or my uncle, my grandfather from Springfield, Mass. And uh, blame him. And he, at least he gave me some Yiddish I can say on the radio. So that's where I learned my Yiddish from my grandfather, who apparently didn't have hair. And now that I think about it, he always had a hat on when I was a kid. It is. So he. Yeah, but it, it's amazing how much work people do out here. Like, like in my next life, I want to be a plastic surgeon because <laughs> these dudes are making money hand over fist. Oh yeah, in, in L.A., a town like L.A., oh my God, and L.A., Miami, New York, yeah, whoo, <laughs> everyone's so vain. Yeah. <laughs> the starlets are vain. Oh man, it's true. Would you ever consider doing Botox? No, I don't. I'm no. I'm, I'm, I'm ugly anyway. I don't need Botox. I don't know. Do you know these six characteristics of human nature? Based this is a study that was done a few years ago. Uh oh. This is based on a study of human action. Okay. The six characteristics of human nature. 
You want to go six to one or one to six? Go six to one. Six to one. Vanity. Okay. Right? We, according to the state, we all consider ourselves superior to others in many ways in terms of intelligence, personality, appearance, wealth, and so on. So we're vain. All right. N- number five is ignorance. That is the fact that we make decisions based on incomplete information. We don't know everything on a subject. For example, politics. People make opinions based on ignorance. They don't have all of the information, but they they have a team and, you know, get the point. All right. Uh, number four, self-interest. We primarily act from our point of view. Selfishness. Self-centered. It's a part of the survival mechanism, right? You have to act for your self-interest. You have to keep yourself alive. Number three, ambition. This is something you're lacking in. Striving what? to improve the quality of our lives. Make things better. Make, make it better for your kids, right? How often do parents say that? I want the world to be better for my kids. It's odd that every parent has, almost every parent who's been around has said that, and yet, you know, say how fucked up the world is. I, I don't get it. It's like politicians saying, the world's terrible, vote for me. And, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Every poll, I'm going to stop, you know, up until now, at least I'll give the Democrats credit because they don't really care about crime. They're okay with it. But for my entire life, it was like, hey, I'm going to solve crime, you know, Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. Uh, what, what else? We got greed. Uh, greed. Uh, large pieces uh, of cake, right? You, if you have a choice, it's like, it's like that thing with fast food restaurants. Remember, people said, oh, the fast food restaurants, these supersized cups and all this is bad so they gave healthier options almost no one chooses the healthier options because you want the biggest you can get the most for your money yep all right you want the supersized fries you don't want the, the small fries you want the large drink not the mcdonald's had that remember they had the thing where you can get any size drink for one dollar yeah how many people are going in there say i think the small cup i don't want the large <laughs> cup all right number one the number one characteristic of human nature laziness you look for the easy road out you look for the easiest way to accomplish something wow there you go all right uh moving on uh let's see here page down uh page down uh mark from the ie are the jets the raiders of the east or are the raiders the jets of the west well how about right now mark you'd have to say the broncos i know that's a good cheap shot at the raiders but See the Broncos. Uh, Pierre from Springfield says, Ben, who did you replace on the weekday overnight shift when you switched over from the weekends? I'm becoming more and more forgetful every day. I vaguely remember Tim Ryan and uh, George Sedano. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I believe. You know, let me think here. And I don't JT know. The brick? Yeah, I think it was JT. Yeah, I believe it was Sedano left. He got some TV job somewhere. And then. Ryan had been gone. I think JT was doing it. And then I got replaced. You know who replaced me when I got let go in 09? No. A taped, can- uh, the sports soup, a tape show. Oh. Yeah, tape show overnight, which was just highlights of the day that oh. they edited together. The sports soup. That's awful. I got replaced by tape. Yeah. Embarrassing. So use tape today. No, I don't. Why not? But. Uh, Thoughtful Mike writes in. He says, why is it, Ben, that every team you like chokes on the big one? That's bull crap, Thoughtful Mike. That's not true. That is not true. Carlos in Houston, how long did it take you to get into radio as a weekday guy? Uh, Surprisingly not long. I worked in San Diego at the Mighty 690 
in the early 90s, I was a reporter for three and a half years. I started as an engineer, a board op, did a little producing, not much, mostly on the field as a reporter. And then they they opened a station in Los Angeles. I got transferred to the L.A. station from San Diego. And it was a within four years. Within four years, I got my first hosting Hosting, I did start on the weekends, and then I got a weekday show by like year five. I think it was, actually it was actually sooner than that. I think it was like year. It was the end of year three, year three, just before year four. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy, Vols. I hope you feel better, Vols fan Jimmy. Sent me an email. He's having all kinds of some some issues there in Fayetteville, Tennessee. He says, "Who would you rather see win a championship at first, the Astros or the Lakers? Pick one." Yeah, I mean, there's no good answer. There's no good outcome here. It's uh, it's like, would you rather be taken out and burned alive, or would you rather be you know, taken out at the bottom of the ocean and ha- not have enough air to breathe? Uh, the outcome is going to be the same. The outcome is going to be the same. Now, I will tell you that I'm surrounded by many more annoying Laker historians, but I've I've tuned out the NBA now. I'm not really into that. I've moved. It's baseball. I'm into the baseball playoffs. I don't think anyone's watching these NBA finals games. So at, at least no one will see them if they if the Lakers do end up winning uh, the title. Uh, let's see who else do we have here. Page down. Keith in NorCal says, if the two of you would agree, would you be open to a? Or if the two would agree, would you be open to a verbal octagon? Trump and Biden. Uh, Keith said, yes, if, if President Trump, who we know he has the hotline because he calls Clay Travis all the time, if Trump and Biden want to come on the show, we'd love to put him on. You know, Sleepy Joe versus the Donald. How great would that be? It'd be tremendous. Let him go at it. And unlike the moderator of the debate last week, I'll, I'll gloves off. Go at it. That That's the, ver- the last round of the verbal octagon. You're both in there. It's a steel cage death match. It's a steel cage death match. Bobby from Menden, Michigan writes in. He says, Ben, can you openly admit that Donald Trump is the reason for the Big Ten playing football this year? Uh, sort of follow up here, he says. Uh, what do you think was more of a disaster, the debate the other night or the Clippers season? Uh, asking for a friend. He says he loved Vinny Del Negro. Uh, so he asked a lot of things. First of all, I didn't think the debate was horrible. I love how people get all worked up. Oh, I didn't like the debate. The debate was, it was fine. They went back and forth. They were talking over each other. It was not the worst thing in the world. People are making it seem like it's the worst thing in the world. It's just another thing to complain about. People love to complain. Uh, and uh, the Clippers was a bigger disaster by far. Uh, it was ridiculous. And did Donald Trump, is he responsible for the Big Ten? No. Uh, he's not the he's not the reason the Big Ten's playing. He helped, but the reason the Big Ten's playing is because of money, because they looked at the how much they were going to lose with their television partners, and TV is really the one calling the shots on this. Don't kid yourself. And plus, they realized how small the Big Ten would look when you look at the Southeastern Conference playing and the ACC playing, and the Big Ten likes to think of themselves on that level as the SEC. They're not. But it would have been really a disaster if they had not been able to pull off the uh, the season there. So, uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Page down. Uh, page down. Can't read that one on the air. Chris in Maquoketa, Iowa, which is near Dubuque, Iowa. How is the penny cam coming along? If the penny could talk, it would be uh, disappointing. It is the co-host of Benny versus the Penny and gets zero camera time. 
I think the penny doesn't exist. Just a sound effect. Prove me wrong. Well, Gascon, this is up to you here. Why do we not have the penny? Well, as you know, Ben, you can't prove uh, you can't prove something false. You can't prove a negative to be to be inaccurate. So we don't have well, we have so many cameras, and the cameras are focused on you, myself, and that's about it. So I think what you should say, Gascon, here is you should admit that really what this is about is any camera time the penny got would be less camera time for you well it'd be less camera time for both of us so i'm trying to i don't care i don't like being on camera i'm in radio i went to radio for a reason i do not like being on camera you just started bragging about your fucking mic flag yes banner because it covers up dummy my face it's you can see less of me because i I put the mic right in front of my fat face when i'm talking you have a giant head nothing's covering that thing up that's covering up part of my head uh, Coming up like part of my nose or whatever. Maybe your neck. That mic flag's good looking, isn't it? It's that's a all right. Good, that's a sharp mic flag. Look, it's all right. That is a good looking fucking mic flag. You don't have to overplay this. Solid. It's all right. Pops, it's got the wow factor. It's got the razzmatazz. It doesn't, it's got it. It's got too much white in it. Uh, Chris in Makokota, Iowa writes, and he says, uh, this is another question from Chris. Uh, would you accept Pornhub as a sponsor if the price was right for the penny bit? Of course. Yes, Scott, we would not turn down Pornhub, would we? No. No, we'd love Pornhub. Yeah. Listen, one thing about porn, men and women both, you know, women like to pretend like they don't look at the porn. I think they look at it, too. Yeah. Right? I think everyone's occasionally, you might not watch it a lot, maybe you only watch it occasionally, but everyone's checking that stuff out. The views on those websites. Remember, I, I used to know a guy that ran part of ESPN's website, and he would say, you know, we're very popular, but we're not porn popular. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like that's a different level. Yeah. That is a different level of popularity. Uh, Pierre from Springfield writes in says, What happened to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios? Please tell us that Geico was triggered by Real Talk's live commercial read prior to asking you his salacious Spider Man question. Uh, no, Pierre. No, no, no. I mean, Geico's still a, a big advertiser. I just recorded some Geico Ween uh, commercials for Geico, which will be playing probably are playing right now uh, on Fox Sports Radio. But no, I mean, we've added Farmers, right? First, a word from Farmers. We've added that as a sponsor. And so the sponsors move around. And the one thing about the advertising game is that companies will buy spots for a certain period of time, and then their ad budget changes, and they'll stop, and then they won't pay for the ads, so we don't do the ads. And, for example, like Sleep Number. A Sleep Number, big advertiser. Right now, they're not... Uh, to my knowledge, I don't think they, they have an ad buy right now, but they'll be back, and then we'll be able to do sleep number commercials and all that. So it's cyclical, right? Cyclical. Isn't that how that goes? Cyclical? Yeah. yeah. Seasonal. Yeah. How about that? Seasonal. There you go. Seasonal. Exactly. I think that's good for the mailbag. Want to do a few of these uh, these wonderful pop quiz questions? Sure. All right. Uh, these are questions I find scouring the internet. I will ask Gascon. Now I will also ask you and see if you can get it right. You can play along with the, the bit. All right, so on average, Americans eat 160 pounds of this every year. French fries. That's a good guess, but no. Oh, what? Pizza? No. Uh, peanuts. It is a renewable resource. Um, a renewable resource? Well, kind of. It's a, it's a commodity. Oh. Uh, um. you're, uh, you're drowning. Yeah. A corn. Oh, I wouldn't guess yeah. corn. That's fucking whack. The corn's in everything, though. 
My mom, may she rest in peace, had a corn allergy. She picked up later in her life. What a pain in the ass. Everything's got <laughs> corn in it. Everything. And she couldn't even eat a little piece of corn without being, you know, having a, a, a reaction. That's interesting. Yeah. She didn't have it until she got older, though. So it's weird. It's like, how do you not pick that up earlier? You know, so if you have it. Anyway, a new report says the average child does this roughly six times every single day. What is it? A child? A child. Picks their nose. Now, if you're a nose picker, you're doing it more than six times a day. Are you? Yeah, I was a nose picker. Mm. I love picking my nose. Are you still a nose picker? No. No, I'm not. I bite my fingers, though. I bite my fingernails. You're not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to be finger-licking good, but I do it. I'm a rebel. Yeah. In the age of corona, I still bite my fingernails. You, do you bite I'm your, a nervous wreck. Do you bite your fingernails after you visit the park? No, I try not to. I try not to. Uh, uh, wait, what, pay it off. Say, I'm bored. Oh, okay. Six times a day, kids. I'm bored. Yeah. Oh. It's the crime of the century for a child. Be bored. Yeah. Can't be bored. Uh, despite all the TV ads and there have been ton and radio ads, fewer than ten percent of households have tried this service. Ooh, um, this has been a big advertiser for us over the years. Not now, but it's been a lot of ad. There was a lot of money that came into this this business, uh, startup money, right? Uh, gambling? No, those meal kits. Oh, yeah. I Remember that? Hey, uh, all the food, you just have to make it yourself, and we'll give you instructions. They're healthy meals. and Yeah, I did that for a while. There's a couple spots near our work that would do that meal prep. They were great, but it went out of business. Oh, yeah, because not enough people did it. Yeah. That's the problem. And the other thing is people often like to portion size. They want their own. They want to decide what they want to eat. You know what I mean? They don't want to. All right, the first location of this now national popular casual food chain was originally called Open Kettle. Oh, fuck. Um, it is not Oh Fuck. Wait, you want the location? No, I want the name of what it is now. Oh. Originally called Open Kettle, but it's, it's now mm. known by a different name and a name that's been known for for years. Can I go with, like, Denny's? No. Dunkin' Donuts. Ah, Dunkin'. A staple on the East Coast. Oh, Boston. Every other corner in parts of Boston, Dunkin' Donuts. I wonder how many are actually inside Logan Airport. Dunkin' Donuts, like, you know, in L.A., there's Starbucks everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Dunkin' Donuts. And there's a lot of Starbucks in Boston last time I was there, but the, the Dunkin' Donuts, my God. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's insanity. Yeah. Before before Hurricane, the two top-selling items at Walmart traditionally have been beer and this snack. This snack. Um, beef jerky. Well, beef jerky. Is it beef jerky? Er, Pop-Tarts. Oh. Beer and pop Pop-Tarts make sense. Two reasons. Number one, they're cheap. Number yeah. two, you can eat it whether it's cold or whether it's warm. The problem is, though, with Pop-Tarts is there's only two in a packet. Yeah, well, you buy boxes of them. Yeah, but what is the boxes only hold six, right? Or, or eight? Total? Well, go to buy a case at Walmart. I don't know. Buy as many as you want. But they, it's a good food because you can. It's, it's ready-made. It's got sugar all over. It's covered in sugar. Yeah. I used to love Pop-Tarts. Oh, my God. I was a Pop-Tart guy. Pop-Tarts are still good. I haven't had a Pop-Tart in years. I used to love them. I haven't had that. That was my breakfast. Pop. And my mom got me off the 
I used to eat the the cereal, which was like little chocolate chip cookies in yeah. the in the bowl, and then I had the one that was just little cinnamon rolls in the bowl. And yeah. I love those. <clears throat> and then eventually, I moved over to to pop tarts. All right, uh, pop quiz. We'll do a couple more. A new survey says that forty percent of people have a habit of doing this before taking a bite of their food. What do they do? Cough or sneeze? No, they salt the food. Ugh. I'm not a salter. Are you a salter? No, I used to be with French fries. Yeah, I don't do that. But not anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Actually, I'd put salt on steak back in the day. It's not good for you, the sodium. Yeah. Well, salt, you can put salt on a steak. You put sugar on a steak? No. No? No. no. A little sugar on the side. I think that, that has a little pop to it, no? Uh, my, my, my really fat days, I would marinate chicken breasts with teriyaki sauce and salt the fuck out of it. Oh yeah, not good. <laughs> I, I yeah, the teriyaki steak is pretty good. The uh, I get occasionally go out to a restaurant. All right, uh, this '80s movie theme was a one-hit wonder for its composer, who never had another song in the top 100. Man. 1980s movies, this hit. Oh man. License to Drive. No, it was Chariots of Fire. Remember the song from Chariots of Fire? Yeah. Vangelis? Yeah, I only watched that movie once. Well, you don't need to watch it again. I know. It's not going to change. I know. It's not going to change. Several countries host national championships for how far someone can throw this common item that you likely have right now on your possession. Uh, Shoe? No, cell phone. Oh. How far can you throw a phone? Uh, 53% of women and about a third of dudes bring this with them when they travel. Condoms. Condoms. Uh, no, a pillow. That's it's always weird. I, I remember when I was traveling a lot, going to airports. You're sitting at O'Hare Airport, right? You're waiting to change planes. And you see this, like these, usually like teenagers walking through and they're holding pillows. So dramatic. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What are you doing? You know, they have pillows at these hotels you stay at. It's amazing. Yeah. Shocking. I need a pillow to sleep in my airport. Or yeah. My, uh, yeah. My plane. Well, exactly. Because not only do they need it on the plane, but then they, you know they're taking it wherever they're going. They're gonna... All right. 48% of men only do this on the weekends. Hmm. Wash their car. Uh, call their mom. Oh. How often do you talk to mom, I guess, guy? I talk to her almost every other day. Yeah, I was an everyday. I'm a mama's boy. I wish I could call my mom. I I would talk to my mom every single day. Yeah, and I loved it. But I, I know weekend stuff. But uh, that's how I roll. I'm a better person, guess God, clearly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Uh, all right, 13 percent of guys say that this is one of their fondest memories growing up. What is it? Mm, go on their first athletic event. No. Shaving. Shaving yeah. for the first time. That sucks. No. No shit. That's like a sign of manhood. That's like a rite of passage. That's like, hey, I'm a man. I know how to shave now. I, uh, that's a big deal. Eh. No? Yeah. Not what it's all cracked up to me, let me tell you. Yeah, because then you realize for the rest of your fucking life, you got to deal with that. And you got to buy razor blades that cost $25 a pack, and they give you like four of them. Yeah, that's a scam. Yeah. I give the razor blade community credit because what they have done is they've modeled it after the 
the cell phone, right? The key to business is to get monthly payments. And so there's a lot of these these razor companies like, hey, you know, spend, you know, pay us, you know, ten dollars a month, we'll send you razors every month. Yeah. Dollar Shave Club. The razors cost about what do you think to make those razors? Like two bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Straight profit, man. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. It is convenient yeah. getting that stuff sent to your house and not having to go to the store and buy them. Yeah, 73% of men think this makes them more attractive, but only 40% of women agree. What is it? Cologne. No. This is something you actually have, Gaska. Muscles. You don't have that. An earring. <sighs> yeah, there was you, like don't, that. you don't like to talk about that. I know you take it off when you get photo, but Gascon has an earring. There was like that phase. He has a pirate earring. What was it like late 80s, early 90s? There was like a, that phase where guys would get earrings. T.O., right? Remember T.O. was a big guy? He had the T.O. earring thing going Didn't on. did like yeah. Patrick Dempsey do that in License to Drive? He got like but, an earring. Is he the one to blame? Is uh, Who started that? Somebody had to start that. I don't know. Yeah. Michael Jackson? I don't know. Almost one in four men refuse to date a woman if she has a blank. If she has, if she has a kid. Uh, no, it's probably higher than that for that, unfortunately. Uh, I'd go, the actual answer is twin sister. Oh, wow. One in four? Yeah. Oh. Why would that be? I don't know. I would because of the switch. You would want. Oh, I see you're perverted though. Your your mind why you would want a twin sister is different than the mind of the uh, the the guys. Like uh, these guys are probably like, oh no, because this because you don't know if you have the good twin or the bad twin, right? Isn't usually when you have twins, one's the good one, one's the bad one. Yeah, but if it doesn't work out, then defer to the other one. <laughs> yeah, price of one. I'm sure sure that'll that'll go on. Uh, I wonder if that's like the, the same way with women. Like the Morris brothers in the end. Remember the Morris guys would try to look exactly like each other. They had the same tattoos. Yeah. Mark Keefe and Marcus Morris. Marcus, yeah. Who both ended up playing in L.A. Uh, all right. I think that's good, Guess Guy. Right? You got places to go and things to do and yeah, things yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. Very good. Well, thank you all again for supporting the show. And, and uh, we were really hopeful of getting rid of the Sunday podcast, but you guys keep downloading it. So um, thank you. Don't we'll forget doing it. Uh, YouTube, Benny versus the Penny. We still got, uh, well, if, we're, if you're listening to this now, we got the afternoon games, the night games, and then, of course, Monday Night Football. So download that shit or listen to it. Subscribe. Don't repeat. call it shit. That's audio gold. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to that shit. Yeah. Come to the shithole. Do the backstroke in the cesspool. You really know how to sell. You're a marketing guy. You know, yes, I was in sales. Come though. out. The podcast, if it was a smell, it would be rotten eggs. Come, you can come and come enjoy on. that. Yes, it's uh, it smells just like a decomposing corpse. Well, what I was, the fifth hour. <laughs> what, I was, what I was referring to was your, your backdrop and the uh, the nice couches and tables that you have in your in your living room that you do this uh, from? So. <laughs> well, you know, as you know, guess God, I, I can change that up uh, from, from week <laughs> to week. So you never know what will pop up on that. But uh, thank you for, for supporting us. We'll be back on the radio tonight. Break down all the NFL games that were played, the good, the bad, the ugly, from the weekend that was in the NFL. Obviously, a hard-o football recap type of night uh, on the show. 11 p.m. in the West on Sunday night. That is, of course, you do the time difference there. 2 a.m. in the east on Monday morning. And things that go bump in the night include the Ben Maller Show. So have a great day. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.